Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Today, we're going to have a little conversation and a great conversation and a major conversation, first and foremost, around the gift of us. And then we're going to talk about Harvard's president. Uh, I'm going to call America's favorite auntie for right now. He's America's favorite auntie. Y'all know Harvard's president was black. And for the first time in my life, I'm going to be honest, Don, for the first time in my life, I knew who Harvard's president was. Isn't that honestly? And that's so true. That's so true. Oh my goodness, that's such an amazing statement you just made because I didn't think about it like that. But yes, I knew who Harvard's president was too. And I frankly I, I looked it up, but I, I couldn't tell you the name of the person who is now the interim. So yeah, that's right. how significant that that brief moment in our history um is. Yes. yes so absolutely. tell us first of all, before we get into this Harvard situation. Yes. Uh, Dr. Gay, tell us what SOAR 2024 is all about. And everybody who's coming in the chat, put in SOAR 2024. SOAR 2024. Tell us what SOAR is all about. Absolutely. So it's always a pleasure to be in your space, Dr. Hill. You know, we get to share time uh, at least once a month. And and, and now we have a bonus this week. So thank you first Mm -hmm. for having me on the show. Free to Soar was originally a program that we did at the end of last year. And Soar as a mantra for this year is this idea of um, igniting certain pieces of us so that we can get the best of us out of this year. So S is synergize and synergizing, meaning forming the right relationships, not just connecting to connect, but being intentional about having the right relationships so that we can grow. And like I was sharing a couple of weeks ago, I said, we want that to be organic in nature. We don't want to, I I, I believe in the authenticity of relationships, just like how you and I met. God is going to put the right people in your space and you don't have to, um, you know, I'm not into that. Hey, let me just connect to that person just so I can get from them. So we want to feed as we are eating, you know, and we want to be able to give as we're receiving from others. So that's that idea of synergizing. Optimize is the O. Optimize means figure out where we are. What is our current state? What is our desired future state? And then what steps do we need to implement in order to optimize or, as I said, go from good to great or great to outstanding? A is agitate. Uh, We have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable if we are to grow. So we have got to resist the propensity to be stagnant in our lives. And it requires us to agitate some things. What am I going to have to shake up? And it could be from a relationship standpoint. It could be from a 
uh, just me uh, wanting to sleep uh, late. Like I used to be on the, the phone. I was just telling a friend of mine uh, yesterday, I said, you know, I was on the phones and I was noticing when I was trying to go to sleep, I couldn't do that. So I said, I have to put the phone away so that I can sleep and, and get up early. So yes, uh, so that's agitate. Uh, figure out what you got to shake up in order to get where you need to go. And then the last piece is re reimagine. And the best ideas come from us looking at what something is and thinking about what it can be. And that reimagining space can be absolutely um, invigorating because you, you do end up getting out of your comfort zone. And then when you look on the other side of that, you're like, oh my goodness, that actually was a good thing. And even Free to Soar came out of that reimagining. I didn't want to wait until January to do a vision board and have a vision board party, which I've done before. I said, you know what? Let's start before the year. So we started that in November. In fact, Tammy Holmes, if she's on today, was a part of our Free to Soar program. And we met for four weeks and we're intentional. We, we wrote our vision plans. We set up our, uh, we talked about our financials. Uh, we spent some time talking about what we needed to shed. And then we talked about how to survive the storms in our lives. So it was an amazing four weeks. And um, that was the, the, the pregame show for, for this year. So you, you said a lot. If you like, I cut mine up, but you can, we got t-shirts, we got calendars. I forgot to say that we got calendars, free to soar calendars, journals, whatever you need to stay reminded that you want to soar in 2024. As you talked about soaring in 2024, I thank everybody for putting it in the chat, soaring in 2024. For those who didn't get the live class, is there any way possible we can go back and receive those services and that product virtually and digitally? Well, that product, no. Um, that product was uh, for that period of time. But what you can do is if you desire to be coached, I offer executive coaching and we can talk about where you are and where you want to be and how we can opt you can optimize your life in, in this year and how you can maybe form different relationships. Uh, I even uh, I'm certified in emotional intelligence. So if you want to talk through and get a complete um, emotional intelligence assessment to figure out how you are dealing and handling people, um, I can do all of that for you as well. Yes. So there are mm. opportunities to soar. <laughs> there are opportunities to soar. There are opportunities, yes. You talked about eating and feeding. feeding and eating. I don't know if you even mentioned what you said about feeding and eating. If Even when you're eating, you have to feed and feed and eating. Could you kind of unpack that concept? Because, and I'll say this, a lot of times when you talk about soaring and building relationships, um, we are we are not eating or what we're eating is not does not sustain us oh that's called empty calories and to your point yes i mean when we think about what we're ingesting in our bodies the fun things to eat are you know ice cream and cake and all of these empty calories Snicker bars, you know, they serve a moment of, of satisfaction and satiation, but they're not long, uh, long term and they, they don't serve us well in terms of our ultimate health. It's the same thing for when you are eating 
the wrong things from people. We can be, it can be fun to hang out and I like to hang out and, and have a good time. Um, and there is a time for that. There's a time like we had brownies the other day that were delicious. Yeah, and, and that's a moment, but it's not something that we're gonna do every day. And so it's the same thing that we have to think about in terms of our relationships. Some of our relationships are the relationships where, yes, that's the place where I'm going to be able to have a good time. I'm going to be able to laugh and enjoy myself. But I also have to balance that with people who are feeding us in a way that is going to grow us from a mental standpoint, from a career standpoint, from a business standpoint. If we're in business, just like you and I always talk, we say whenever we talk, it goes like almost an hour because <laughs> just and again, organically, because you're feeding into me and hopefully I'm feeding into you. And then our whole becomes greater than the sum of its parts, which is actually the definition of synergy. Oh, yes. Wow. That's good. And we'll come back to that later. Yes, yes. All right, folks. Monday is coming. Mon oh, that's in February. I was this thinking one is about President's Monday. Day. We have another one. But yeah, this one is um, this one we had a little while for. But this is a part of the World Class Training Institute, which is why we're going to. Uh, Got you. And I'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll Listen, to you that talked one. about those individuals who feed us. Uh, Deka comes in and says, iron does sharpen iron. Yes. You talked about empty calories. Hey, Tangela, again from Florida. Hey, Tangela. Listen, I'm not sure. As I've grown. Yes. Um. You talked about fun foods, and we're going to get to our sub subject uh, in a second. Yes. Hello, watching from uh, Lagos, hey, Nigeria. How are how you? you? Doing, nice. Shout out to you, sir. If you would love yes. to be on the show, inboxes, we get you on. And if you would love these world-class training services, sir, you're more than welcome to watch to uh, email Don. Yes. And we'll get back with you. You talked about empty calories. And yes. as you grow, those fun foods no longer become really that they're not that fun anymore no they're not no they're not just think about like if we were to sit there and we have eaten we would have eaten a whole pan of brownies we'd have been like oh my goodness this is horrible you know our stomachs wouldn't have been feeling good and of course our our weight would have been off or our sugar all of that so yes when you do too much of that it, it has a negative impact and it's the same thing again when we're taking in the wrong spirits and we're taking in the wrong people in our lives too much of it and it, it has a negative impact we have to be mindful of that and mm. i had some, i had some friends and um you know i'm gonna call them friends and i said to my son one day i said you know what they haven't done anything wrong they just may not be right for me. And so I got to make some adjustments. And the adjustment doesn't didn't mean that I had to have a long conversation with them. It just meant that I stopped um, communicating at length and, um, and lessened the time that I spent so that I could readjust it and put my energies in the right space so that I could grow in the way that uh, that was best for me. Because at the end of the day, we got to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. We can't free anybody if we're not free ourselves. Now, everybody, I, I heard something. Yes, they sir. might have not done anything wrong. Right. Correct. But they just might not be right for me. That's correct. Exactly. 
Yeah, that is a whole word, as you say. They <laughs> might not have done anything wrong. Yes. They do, yeah, right, have something. Mm, yeah, that's good. And that's where some we right waste. Exactly. Because that's where a lot of time gets wasted because that person, that's right, Shandika, yeah, Shandika? Shandika, yes, we have to balance relationships. Absolutely. And we have to be um, confident enough in ourselves and what we are feeling to say, yeah, this person, just because they didn't do the most doesn't mean they're not doing the most for me, <laughs> which means like just because they didn't um, steal from me or they didn't curse me out. I'm just looking like I have a, another friend in Chicago. He calls me sometimes and he's not doing anything wrong, but it's just like, the, is this conversation life giving? Mm -mm. it's not so i have my watch going and i limit the time that i give to that conversation because the one thing that i can't get back is it's the time. minute i spend that's right exactly yeah now you said doing the most and i just put that down as a hashtag <laughs> in the event yes that what you're doing is the most and that most keeps me out of rhythm and imbalance. Mm -hmm. How, how, what, what adaptations, because we talked about that on the other day yes. in our pregame, what ad adaptations are necessary for me to get back in balance? That's where that agitate comes in, that A for sore. Mm-hmm. So you got to see, like I was given that analogy the other day about the whole milk and the chocolate milk that's sitting at the bottom. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what's the chocolate milk that's sitting at the bottom and I got to stir up in order to get something better. So you have to, we have to always assess what's happening, what we want, and mm -hmm. then filling the gap with the adjustment so that we can get to the what we want. And get I'm just saying that it, time, it takes time. What's that scripture? Patience? about patience patience is a virtue is a virtue yeah and let patience have our perfect work in you that you That's may be it. complete and entire wanting nothing the book of james Absolutely. let me pause let me pause we have not done anything as it relates to sponsorship and your programs and we have not gotten into our show but for this individual uh julian allen three uh, juliana excuse me allen three i'm not good on um Twitch. So you're going to have to like inbox me on Twitch and tell me how this stuff on Twitch works. Let yeah. me say that. Let me pause and say that this show is brought to you by the worldclasstraining.net for all your training, personal and professional and executive coaching needs. Yeah. Go to worldclasstraining.net. Don, I know you put that in the chat, but would you put that on this uh, public chat so people can get a hold of you? Secondly, this show is brought to you by oh, the yeah, Ephesian Church, yeah, yeah. okay. 1506 22nd Avenue, North Nashville, Tennessee, 37208. This show is brought to you by Trifold Outreach Ministries. That's Trifold Outreach Ministries. This show is brought to you no, by. No, that again. <clears throat> there you go. Boom. That's the worldclasstraining.net. <laughs> this show is brought to no, you I didn't by. Spell it right. Take that down. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't spell it right. Okay, boom. The show's brought to you by 
Divine Drips, Torsha Hudson, Divine Drips. We're grateful for our wonderful sponsors. So, Don, yes, as sir. we're talking about what we're talking about, uh, your services that you offer. Tell us about your services because April Fitzgerald says you have to learn your healthy capacity. Oh, so. Yeah. She wants to soar in 2024. S stands for something. O stands for something. A and R. Give us a review. And then how can she connect with you personally, possibly for some personal development? Absolutely. So, again, S is synergize. Relationships. O is optimize. Uh, A is agitate. And R is reimagine. The World Class Training Institute exists to maximize our greatest resource, which is human capital. And we do that through the delivery of leadership and professional development training. So anything to help you be better is in our wheelhouse. Um, some of those programs are time management, uh, systems thinking, personality assessments through something called DISC, emotional intelligence training, uh, executive coaching. We have a full leadership program called Intentional Leadership. That's a six-week cohort. If you're a part of an organization or a leader in an organization and you want to help grow your leaders, that one is perfect for that. Um, and then we also offer individual executive coaching where we start with looking at where who you are and where you are from an emotional intelligence, intelligence standpoint. You receive a 14-page complete assessment, and then we walk through um, things to help you optimize. And then um, also, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, so my other fun part of this business is doing fitness training. Because if you're not good from a health standpoint, you still won't be able to do um, what you need to do. So we focus on that as well. So I do personal training. And in the summertime, we do something called the DS60 uh, Summer Program, which is 30 minutes of dance, 30 minutes of strength training, so that you can be a whole better self. So yeah, those are our, our primary programs. Yes, yes. Give it a shout out. Yes. <laughs> Give this shout out. Now, so any everybody who would love those services, we want you to go to worldclasstraining.net. Yes. She has books. Do you have your books beside you? I do not. I do it's not. Okay. But, but yes, so yes, we also have books. We have Unpacking Agape, which is now mm -hmm. a year old, which is the um Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership and talks about mm -hmm. language as behavior. And then right. we have our first book. Um, and since Black History Month is coming up, this is a great one as well. It's called What Would Barack Do? Um, Inspiring Presidential Tools for the Leader in You. And that one provides you with leadership principles based around how President Obama led his candidacy and subsequent presidency and how you can use those tools as, as you lead yourselves and lead others. Got you. So soar in 2024. Yes, We're going to yes. soar in 2024. Yes. We have the tools and the tactics and the temperament yes. to soar in 2024. And I'm so grateful for that. Shifting gears. We say good morning to everybody. Good morning. Input is learning a healthy capacity. I need everybody to put in the chat soar in 2024 if you have not done that. Yes. I also need you to like and share. I also need you to like and share. Thank you, Renetta, for coming in. Renetta, are you on the Ephesian page or my personal page? Let me know. For those individuals who have come in, thank you for that. Thank you, YouTube audience. Thank you, Twitch audience. Even for the Twitch people who have come in, thank you, Juliana. I appreciate you for being here. Now, let's shift gears as leaders. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, 
interesting enough, Harvard for the first time in my in my knowing, I didn't say that this is an absolute truth. For the first time in my knowing, I actually knew who Harvard's president was. I yes. never, never thought about it, never took the time to think about who is Harvard's president. Right. Come to find out Harvard's president was an African-American female. Right. So I'm grateful. Uh, uh, I'm grateful for uh, <clears throat> her being who she is and what she, the contribution she's made. Good morning, Rondia. Oh, I'm sorry, Renette. I can't, I don't know what's going on with this thing. But anyway, um, she made a big mistake. And it's sometimes as people, we make mistakes. I think she made a mistake and I attribute, I attribute to what she did to her preparation, uh, possibly the, possibly the people around her, because I know she's much more intelligent than what she demonstrated in that moment. And sometimes pressure, sometimes the pressure of life when it gets, when the pressure gets to cooking, you know, sometimes we have a come apart and fall apart. So can you unpack that from where you stood and where you stand as a leader when the pressure and the heat is on, how we fall apart sometimes? Oh, my goodness. Well, so you, you came from a little different angle there. How you fall apart as a leader sometimes. First, uh, uh, you know, I love you, but uh, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respect respectfully say that uh, when you are a university president, uh, falling apart when the question was so simple, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable? That's not acceptable. Because the question, and I, I listened to the video a couple of times. She wasn't asked anything that was um, that was deep or that required research. She asked if they are talking about killing the Jews. Is that against the code of conduct? And to not a not directly answer the question. Um, and B, not show your full support of your greatest resource, which is your human capital, mm -hmm. was not something that at that level we can say is is um, under the pressure, fell apart, it's okay type of situation, which is why um, I think the heat was was at the level that it was on, um, as you say, Auntie Claudine, because, um, and, and the, and, and she's not alone because the other presidents, you know, also received heat from that. This was the thing that I was saying, Dr. Hill, to you and why I wanted to really have this conversation, because as someone who's been in leadership and been a leadership expert for the number of years that I have, I emphasize that we can never replace policy for people. And that's pause, where pause, 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 pause. Never replace policy mm -hmm. for people. That's correct. When policy becomes greater than the people, yep. the people are on the sacrificial end. That's correct. 
My that's God. When therapy, which is the problem, comes up. That's right. Exactly. And so that's what happened to Auntie Claudine. I'm not sure, as you and I talked about, I'm not sure who coached her on that, but um, but if she was coached, there was bad coaching. If she just didn't know that she needs to stay focused on the people. And what she did was she wrote an open, um, an op-ed letter in the New York Times post her uh, resignation where she said, you know, I failed to let the students know that this was unacceptable. And she failed to communicate that in a way where it was clear and concise. And so she, I believe, recognizes now that that was the challenge. But to all leaders, you have to, yes, there are policies, there are things that are written in place, but you have to operate with the level of compassion where the people know that they are number one. Because there is no university if the people never enroll. There's no university of the people that are never enrolled. If the people don't enroll, do you have a university? No, you're no. right. But that's the thing. It's like, okay, you 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 make it a what what is the policy that needs to be communicated, even in per in our personal growth and development and my well-being. And it's all about Auntie Claudine, and we call her Auntie Claudine. And yes, you <laughs> yes. know, she will bounce back from this. I know she didn't answer the question the way we wanted her to answer the question. I don't know what she was trying to communicate. I don't really don't know that. And I think sometimes in leadership and life, what we're trying to communicate becomes challenging because we don't really, we're not certain on what we're trying to communicate. You know, uh, we don't have a clear direction and focus on what we're trying to communicate. The question was simple. People should not ever be sacrificed. <clears throat> we, we don't stand in solidarity for genocide, homicide, all the other things. Right. But she dropped the ball. We dropped the ball. We dropped the ball. Push what Shandaka just said. Up, Which one? wanting to be accepted because that's it in her quest to and that's what um ends up becoming our downfall sometimes we're so interested in wanting to be accepted that we don't stand on truth if she just stood on truth if i ask you right now what is your name you will have no problem telling me that it is dr cornelius a hill right because you're standing on truth so if somebody asks you is it wrong to for the genocide of Jews, if you're standing on truth, you can never go wrong. What is your truth? Mm. And so that's how the <laughs> standing on truth. Standing on truth. Now, when you talk about standing on truth. The universal ethical truth, because everybody talks about I'm living my truth. You know, this truth, this truth thing has gotten really muttered in this post postmodern culture. Your truth is I want to do I, I don't want to soar. I want to live at this level of mediocrity where I can 
play the victim because I won't, don't want to stand on the truth and grow and develop mm-hmm. and become. Mm-hmm. So right. this standing on truth thing, when you say she should have just stood on the truth and we know what the truth is, you know, you protect lives, you protect individuals. And we all about protecting lives and individuals. And we, we, we believe in that, but standing on truth possibly puts you in uncomfortable situations. Absolutely. That's why you have to be good agitating because yes, it may get uncomfortable. We're about to celebrate Martin Luther King day on Monday, Dr. Martin Luther King day. And what did he do? He stood on truth and it got very uncomfortable, but that's where, again, the whole became greater than the sum of its parts because he was willing to stand in an uncomfortable truth. And standing in an uncomfortable truth, of course, separates you from the crew and the crowd. And that's what makes you the leader because you stand on truth and you get to uncomfortable places and being a parent, being a leader, being a mom, being a dad, being a spouse, being a servant. It is going to be uncomfortable at times. That's right. Exactly. It's going to be uncomfortable at times. That's right. So as it, as it grows to another level of, of, of uncomfortability, I start to synergize working with those relationships. Yes. That I can feast off of. Yes. I need those relationships. So, you know, I'm trying to navigate to a place where I'm standing on a truth, but I don't want to stand on this truth of alone <clears throat> because it's not good to be alone standing on truth. Even if you have to stand alone for a minute, you're going to need a relational component to help maximize your potential. Right. And I'm grateful for relationships that help me stand on truth and right. help me communicate the truth that I'm standing on. Right. In the event I'm in a relationship that I'm standing on that does not help me communicate the truth that I'm standing on, that's an unhealthy relationship. That's right. Absolutely. And that's where you have to have the confidence and the courage to agitate. We have to have a conversation. And if we can't, and if the conversation doesn't lead to changed behavior, then we may have some uncomfortable decisions that we need to make. Change behavior. Did you just say that? Yes. Change. <laughs> change behavior. That's right. Yes. Yeah, Renetta said, if you don't stand for truth, you will fall for anything. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. And walk in comfortability. That's right, Stacey Smith. That's right. You have to. And so that was the challenge that um, Dr. Gay, you know, I think that's that was the area where she um, did not understand that if she fed the people of Harvard University, she would continue to eat because they would have then fed into her and supported her and and what she said on Capitol Hill. Because they felt like they had been starved in the moment where they were most hungry. (laughs) They could not continue to feed her. It is reciprocal. You they felt like they had been starved. That's correct. 
April said she said it. <laughs> Change behavior. Uh, they felt like they had been starved. When I'm dealing with a relationship, when I'm in a seat, when I'm in a situation that is starving me or I feel starved. Yes. I don't have many outlets for survival or sustainability. When I'm juggling starvation and sustainability, Mm -hmm. two words, starvation, Shannon, and being sustained. Mm -hmm. When I'm juggling starvation and sustainability, my options are limited. Let me just make that point. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you can teach us. As an executive coach, when you're stu- when you're juggling starvation and sustainability, right. I have limited options. Right, right. You, you, well, do- but you, you, but do you? Because we have to always know that everything we have is everything we need. Even if pause, everything we have is everything we need. Exactly. And so sometimes we're too busy looking outside for this person and that person. All you have to do is look in the mirror and look to heaven and you have everything you need. Because as we said on Tuesday, show trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. So. The starvation part. And being sustained. I'm just still stuck on that. Not to say what you're not saying is not valid and important and paramount and pertinent because it is. But when you get put in that seat where you're starving, I don't know where she was emotionally. And I wish we could ask her, where were you emotionally when those questions were asked? Right. Like what, what happened to you so that you could not give clarity and you could not provide that safe answer like what made you i'm not saying we'll say clam up but what happened in that moment where were you emotionally and be concerned with or who was feeding you were you getting say that again who was feeding you because if you were getting fed empty calories that's why you didn't have enough sustenance to communicate in a way that moved the dial in the right direction. There it is. That's what I was looking for. There's yeah. a possibility and a probability. I'm yeah. running off empty calories. That's right. Exactly. I've been eating. It's just the wrong thing. That's correct. And the power of death and life are in the tomb. That's right. Yes. If you keep reading it, you will be filled by those things. That's right. Absolutely. So, there's a great possibility in if for me to soar in 2024. Thank you, Tangela. Who's feeding us? Yes, that's who right. is feeding us. That's and right. then what are they feeding us? Exactly. We have to protect our ear gates and our eye gates. I noticed that Dr. Gabe was looking down several times at some notes or something as she was communicating back. So there was something that she had in front of her. But what, where are your eyes focused <laughs> on the wrong thing? Where, I don't know. We don't have that answer. But again, if we're standing on truth, you, I don't have to read it. 
I don't have to read it. And and most of America did not have to read anything to know that the question that she asked required a much different answer than what she gave. Mm. What is asked and what we give between the ask and the give, the feeding is important. That's correct. Absolutely. The synergizing, synergy, strategizing is very important. That's right. Because I can't give you anything that's not in my head. What my brain is filled with, what my heart is filled with is what's going to be communicated. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just chewing on the fact that, once again... Starvation and sustainability. Yes. Feeding, what's being fed, who's feeding us. Uh, Stacy, that's good, Stacy. Let me put that on the chat. Stacy said, but it is who is feeding us or our inability to consume and I digest the, that's the proper diet. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Our inability to consume and digest the proper diet. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's good. That's good, Stacey. I, pre- I appreciate that, Stacey. Yeah. I, really do. I, I, okay. I would even say, now, is it the inability or is it our unwillingness? Because it's back to, you know. Add to that, though. Just add yeah. to it. It's inability the, and it's, or it's, unwillingness. Because sometimes we just go in spaces where we know we shouldn't go. Like, listen to people. And the agenda, I'm going to say this, and I'll use a personal illustration back in the early 90s. I don't remember. I don't know, Don, if y'all did this in Ohio, but I was a baby back then, so I don't know if I can relate, but I'll try to get there. Oh, that is so good. That is so good, y'all. That is so good. Yes, go ahead. Oh, what happened was this, Stacy. When I was an at when I was very athletic and involved in athletics, talking about feeding, you know, during the summer times in the south, anytime it's very hot and dry. Yes. So our my junior high football coach uh-huh. used to give us salt tablets. Okay. Our blood pressure was probably 3,000 over 4,000 after those salt tablets. <laughs> we used to take salt tablets for hydration and things yes. because we had started back in pads. Right. Going back to what's, who's feeding you and what they're feeding you. And I was bragging to my Uncle Mike, man, I'm taking these. He's like, Arnie, you know, y'all got to drink a lot of water. I was like, you know, we drink water, but we take salt tablets. He was like, salt tablets? Like how many are, how many of those are you taking a day? That's right. Yeah. Because it's it's not that. It's what you're consuming on a daily basis. After a while, can become very unhealthy. That's right. Yeah. And you think you're preparing yourself to optimize human capital and resources, right? But Somewhere down the line, because you have 
this great intake of salt, mm -hmm. your body is not going to respond the way you think it's going to respond exactly. in the moment you need it to respond right. because of your daily intake of salt. That's not right. to knock my coach, not to knock anybody, right. but that just gave me a healthy perspective at, as to when you and I are digesting, Stacy, some right. things that could damage us in the long run. Right. We have to be very, very careful how we, where we, and when we eat, what we eat, from whom we eat from. That's right. Exactly. Because even though I'm, 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 I'm going on record. I know he had a plan for us to be the best, and we won the championship. I'm grateful for that. Right. Sure. But he didn't have to eat what we ate. That's right. Because he didn't have to perform at the level that we had to perform at. He right. had to perform because right. he was a coach. Right. So when you talk about eating and sustainability yeah. and starvation yeah. and now sickness and unwillingness right. and willingness and right. inabilities, yeah. we have to be very careful what we digest daily. Absolutely. That's right. Because in the event we get put in the seat right. where we're questioned, and even when we have to ask ourselves the question, the tough questions, right. have I eaten the right things or am I running on empty calories? And when it's time for me to <clears throat> present myself to be at my optimum level, I crash, okay. I burn. Right. That's right. I don't yeah. give the right. I communicate the wrong thing. I right. communicate uncertainty. Right. So it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I just had to throw that in there. It just popped yes. up. Like yes. that, when you was a little girl, I'll put that in the right. chat. Right. When you was a little girl. <laughs> when you were a little girl. I, it's just interesting that we trust people whom we don't trust whom we shouldn't trust in places where we should be trusting God. And I'll say it better than this. Mike Murdoch says, you trust somebody that trusts somebody you don't trust. Mm, interesting. Interesting. And yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who Auntie Claudine was trusting that day. Right. I don't know why her notes were so trustworthy. Right. I don't know how she got in that space as intelligent as you are. When we talk about when, when the question was asked, why you, whatever your gut instinct or whatever your documented notes were, what were you trusting in that moment of sustainability? What were you trusting? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. But again, when you know the truth, you don't have to worry about what you're trusting. You just have to walk in your truth. Again, when you know ask the truth. what your name is. What's your name? I can ask you that a hundred million times and the answer will not change because you know the truth. It's the same thing. And they say when you when you say when what you say is the truth, you never have to remember what you said. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Same thing. When so, what you say is the truth, you never have to remember what you said. That's good. When what you say is the truth, you never have to remember what you said. Exactly. Let's pause. <laughs> Worldclasstraining.net. Talk to us about your services and your products again. And I we need are already know what you at, offer. Oh my goodness. Can you believe we're at I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, 
this has been great conversation. Um, so we provide leadership and professional development. I do want to make two quick commercials if I can. I don't have the flyer for the first thing, but Martin Luther King Day is coming up and I'm on the board of the Riley May Foundation in Chicago. Um, and we have a Money Matters Monday coming up from Martin Luther King Day. So if you're looking um, into going into entrepreneurship or if you are an entrepreneur and you want to make sure that your business house is in order, uh, come to the MLK Money Matters Monday. It's a virtual workshop. You don't even have to leave the house. So if you're here in Nashville um, and it's supposed to be cold, stay in the house and level up so you can soar. And then the second thing I do have, um, can I show this? Can I show this? Okay. The second thing. Um, that. Yes. If you yeah. are selling anything, um, and most of us, you have to you have to sell to grow. Um, this one is called Sales Steps to Make Dead Presidents. If you want your money to grow, if you want to be in a position to communicate effectively so you can move the dial forward as you are building your careers, and even if you're, like I said, if you're in sales, if you want to go into business, the one thing that I found when I first started the World Class Training Institute was I could... I know how to train, but if I don't sell it, if I don't convince people that this is what they should have, then the business is never going to grow. So um, I have two sales experts who are going to lead this virtual sales mastery experience. We already started selling um, tickets and they, they're they going, which is excellent. I was at a, a networking event yesterday and so on. So, um, but it's just $99. Bill McCleskey, who was right here in Nashville, and he's the founder of My Tech Partners. He grew it from zero to now it's a million dollar entity here. Um, he is going to lead the discussion about the discipline of selling. And then EJ the Edge Bassetti, who is a uh, master sales trainer and he's the author of Practice What You Preach, is going to. Um, is going to lead the piece on how to have conversation and communicate as you're selling to different business entities. So it's different when you're selling to consumers versus when you're selling B to business to business. What are the differences? How do you form your um, sales strategies? And he is going to talk about that. And then I'm moderating that discussion on uh, President's Day, uh, February the 19th at 9.30 a.m. So that's at worldclasstraining.net forward slash S as in Sam, E-L-L. -L. So um, I just wanted to share that with everyone as well. And I'll put that in the chat also. So two hours. Got you. Did you send me that as an email? I so will. I can... No, I did not. I did Love not, it. but I will. How, that, how do you, what did you, what did you do to put it on the screen? Put it in my, as my PDF. And I guess because I also have StreamYard, I was able to do it. Oh, that's right. Because it got, got you. Yeah. Listen, uh, y'all, we're, we're stuck. We're struggling between survival and sustainability yes. and it's all about what you eat and what you trust yes let me be facetious my grandmama always says what makes a broke man sleep so sound because he had nothing when he first laid down oh. i used to <laughs> and this is about and, I, and i'm just you know saying that to just generate some conversation around that thought but <clears throat> When you're talking about, you know, standing on truth and making sure we understand the right truth and the truth that we should be standing on yes. and how you and I can get to a place where maybe we don't freeze. We don't have right. to freeze when we understand truth. Right. 
I don't know what Auntie Claudine was thinking. I just don't know what she was feeling like, girl. The question to me, to me, to me was simple. Right. Knowing that you represent institutions, the, one of the greatest in the world, and ethically, the answer, sh- the answer was a no-brainer to us. But for some reason, something so simple be- became a profundity, and you fumbled. And you fumbled. Yeah. And and again, I, I don't I don't think that it's because she didn't know the answer, because shortly after that, before she even wrote the op-ed, she wrote on X, I think that next day or the same day, even that she understood that what she said was incorrect. And she um came out and said, you know, I I believe that we should support all humanity, and I'm paraphrasing. And that, um, you know, the genocide or the discussion about the genocide of of Jews is incorrect. So I don't think she didn't understand. I think, again, that she might have been being fed by the wrong people. And and what she um, regurgitated was um, what she had been fed. And she was trying to she was trying to walk in the wrong alignment. Can't do that, though. Can't do that. Where's the truth? Right. Are we standing on truth? Right. Or are we going to continue to walk in the alignment that we know is not right? Right. It's for the sake of- for the sake of saving face, or I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what it was for. Right. Yeah. It's a learning. It's a learning, and I, I, like you said, I, I, she'll come out of it. She's still intelligent and all of that. But um, yeah, sometimes when we lean on policy over people. We lean in the wrong direction. And I I really wanted to have this conversation because um, I want leaders to walk away knowing that the more you support the people who are supporting you, the greater your organization becomes. Yes, we have paper and we have policies and practices that are there to ensure that our systems run smoothly, but we have to always stay focused on the people who are running the systems. That has to be job one. That has to be job one. And when we get away from that, we are leaning in the wrong direction. When we get away from... The people. The people. When we put policy over people, when we put practices over people, we're leaning in the wrong direction. It's not we don't need policies. It's not we don't need practices. But we need to always have at our core, as a core tenant, the compassion for people as we are leading. Because leadership is influence. Management is that policy and practice and making sure that people are where they're supposed to be according to a schedule, right? Mm -hmm. So both are necessary, but don't put this, the management, the policies over the people. Because you have to always remember that the policies are the one, the people are the ones who are going to help drive your organization. And if they are fully supporting you, they're going to come in alignment with the policies and practices because they trust you and you have shown yourself as credible. And your character has uh, 
gotten you to a place of uh, a greater influence because people believe in your character. They see you that you're, use your word, you're integrous. That's correct. I say you're perfect, but you have integrity. That's right. And the things that you do, you, you listen, you, you model it well. Exactly. You model what you're communicating well. So in leadership, when you begin to model what you communicate well, your integrity should increase. That's correct. Exactly. Yep. And Jesus said, you talked about the word compassion. Yes. What One of the things that Jesus, well, he was from God, who was love, but he, the text says he had compassion on the people because he saw they were sheep without a shepherd. Mm-hmm. So he was driven by that emotional quotient that he had right. exactly. and developed over time. Right. Now, take us through an emotional quotient, booster assessment, what does that look like if if you can share just when I'm trying to become better as a person and I do not want to increase my emotional quotient? What does or how do I do? How do I increase my emotional quotient? Let me ask that. Um, it's individual. But first, again, it's 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 um figuring out where you're starting. And I got about four minutes past it and then I have to go. Go um, ahead. No, 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 not right now. But I but it, um I have a. Another, uh, <laughs> I'm actually interviewing You're busy. Today, You're busy. this morning. Yes, uh huh. But um, to just add a little meat to your question, mm-hmm. to the beauty of growing in emotional intelligence, this is something that you can work on every day. But first of all, you have to know where you are. What is your self awareness? What's your self regulation, social awareness, social regulation? Where are you related to those components? Where are you related to your motivation? And then you go from there and and work on building that. And so the first thing is understanding what it is, understanding when it shows up, uh, when your amygdala is rising, recognizing that, being able to be more, um, have more uh, sensitivity when you're in certain environments and increasing your social awareness helps to increase your social regulation. But some people don't even understand that when they walk in the room, they're making people uncomfortable because of their posture. And so um, the more you stop and take a lens into where you are and what changes you need to make, the more you're able to, to make those adjustments and grow your emotional quotient. Got you. Yeah. Listen, we're we're not out of talk, but guess what? We're out of time. Yes. And if yes. you want uh these wonderful services that you offer, go to worldclasstraining.net. That's correct. And when they get yes. to your website and get to worldclasstraining.net, what are some of the things or services and products can they find? Yes. So yes, the um all of our leadership and professional development programs are listed there. Um, time management, uh, public speaking skills. We have an online component for that as well now. Uh, we have uh, personality assessments, uh, systems thinking, the art of conflict resolution as just a, a, a small menu of the professional development programs. We have a program called Intentional Leadership, which helps you to grow your team's leadership capacity and abilities. And then, of course, our books are uh, one 
Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership, and What Would Barack Do? Inspiring Presidential Tools for the Leader in You. And of course, I also offer uh, fitness and professional development as well, because that's been my baby for a long time. So, it's like, wow. so, so yeah. many things that you offer as you saw in 2024. Hey, y'all, I've been trying to get her to write a new book, but the book title that I wanted to write, uh, I think it's got pushed to the back burner. Are we going to no, get a new work book? No. New book? Are we going to get a new book Perhaps. in 2024? I'm not promising 2024, but something I will be writing another one. I, you know, I enjoy the just the spirit of writing and and sharing information. So I'm sure another one is coming. But I like to be inspired to put something out. You know, so um, yeah, it will come. It will come. But for now, we got unpacking agape and what will Barack do? Go grab them. <laughs> and you can also yeah be a part of this free to soar movement. Uh, these t-shirts are on sale as well on the site, as well as the calendars, the journals, the whole. You can get the whole everything. It's all there for you. Yes, it's all there for you. And follow you on social media where yes. where we follow uh, you. Um, Facebook, uh, the World Clash Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. And I'm I'm just kind of getting started with TikTok a little bit, but um, yes. you can go there as well. But yeah, go right now I'm very active on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, and Instagram. Yes, gotcha. Worldclasstraining.net on all of those, correct? Yes, sir. Worldclasstraining at the Worldclasstraining Institute. Oh, I'm sorry, Worldclasstraining Institute. Yes, yes, yes. Well, look, folks, our hour has come and gone and gone. It's like, wow, we do this, y'all, and uh, we're getting better at it. And we want to continue to develop at it. I thank y'all for tuning in and getting in here with us. Yes. Uh, Understanding starvation versus sustainability is about what you eat and what you trust. And if you're standing on truth, you can trust what you, you can trust what's truth if you're standing on truth. Exactly. Yes. All Thank right. you so much, Pastor, for having me on your show this morning. Uh, Capri cares. I listen when I'm not on, and uh, you're doing an amazing job. Keep up the great work in helping to uplift our our community and our society, and and um, to be better in the space of mental health. It's an important an important walk. So thank you for everything that you do. Gotcha. And as we say, y'all know that I care, and what. Uh... Care that I know. <laughs> Until next time, peace and blessings, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Leaders Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also, please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, we're better. Take care.